from a ban on book bans to an anti-bullying measure, state lawmakers did a lot more than just pass a budget last session. That's one of the things you need to know to start your day for Thursday, June 1st. I'm Ryan Denham, and this is WGLT's The Leadoff. Support for The Leadoff on WGLT and WGLT.org comes from the Central Illinois Regional Airport in Bloomington, featuring summer vacation destinations for travelers to see the world via American, Delta, Frontier, and Allegiant. Sierra, your trip starts here. Details at CIRA.com. Now let's lead off with our first real heat wave of the year and how one local nonprofit is responding to help those who may need to cool off. WGLT student reporter Braden Fogerson has more. High temps are becoming common in central Illinois, and with that comes the need for air conditioning. The Salvation Army of McLean County is looking to help those without access to cool air by using cash donations to provide fans to those in need. Development director Deborah Cole says that funds raised over the winter holiday season fund their biggest programs, but they still need extra support throughout the year. Things like the fan distribution, we do um, take donations of fans and donate monetary donations just to help us be able to reach more um, people. Cole says donated fans are also welcome, though not as cost effective. Some people like to bring us fans and those are wonderful. Um, but we do have a connection with Lowe's where we can, when we purchase in bulk, we get them a little bit cheaper then. So that's why we do ask for monetary donations because we can make that dollar go a little bit further. The first two weeks of June, fans will be distributed to those 60 and over. They will then be open to the general public. If you are someone who does not have air, and there are lots of people in our community that do not, it just makes their life just a little more comfortable, and we just want to serve those that are in that position. This weekend is the first of the year where thermometers are expected to reach the 90s in central Illinois. For the leadoff, I'm Braden Fogerson. Here's some other stories we're following in the WGLT newsroom. The Bloomington Gold Corvette Show returns to the community starting tomorrow, culminates in a gold tour ride on Route 66, and an after party in Uptown Normal on Saturday night. Bloomington Normal has revived its student foreign exchange program with Japan after a three-year hiatus, and the Sister Cities program is seeking up to three families to host a student from Japan next fall. And the Illinois Symphony will select its next music director from a pool of four finalists. They are Fort Worth Symphony Assistant Conductor Taichi Fukumura, Milwaukee Symphony Resident Conductor Yaniv Dinor, Rhode Island Philharmonics Tanya Miller, and Naomi Wu. Each candidate will take the podium twice next season. You can find more on these stories at WGLT.org. Illinois lawmakers have left Springfield after passing a $50 billion annual budget. Democrats also used their supermajorities to push through a number of other bills that Republicans opposed. State House reporter Cameron Coutinello provides a recap in this conversation with WGLT's Eric Stock. So the big story of every spring legislative session is the budget. Lawmakers approved it. It didn't seem to take very long to get a budget passed once lawmakers started debating it. But lawmakers still miss their self-imposed deadline to get it done the week before Memorial Day. So what was holding it up? Yeah, so session did go um, a week past the scheduled May 19th adjournment. Just for some context, they usually go into Memorial Day weekend and end up working on Memorial Day. Um, So we did avoid that this year. But one of the main delays came from a program which gives Medicaid-style health care to undocumented residents. Um, That was it's forecasted to cost a bit more than they initially planned for. 
So the budget that they ended up passing um, gives $550 million to this program, which is about half of the $1.1 billion that the program is expected to need. So there was a good amount of debate between the Democratic Party leaders about how exactly to go about handling that. Um, And so the compromise that they ultimately reached was they passed a separate piece of legislation which gives the governor rulemaking powers to try and control costs and control enrollment to that program. And that seemed to be the Republicans' main concern about the bill since this budget vote went along party lines? Yeah, so the Republicans had um, a lot of their usual concerns about um, overspending. They're worried that ultimately this budget, um, with the budget plan, that spending is going to overshadow revenues and make make the budget unbalanced. Um, But there were also two other things that Republicans wanted that they ultimately did not fully get. They wanted a $4 raise for caregiver workers who work with the developmentally disabled, and the budget gave a $2.50 raise. Um, So they were disappointed about that. And then they were also disappointed that the budget did not include an extension for the Invest in Kids scholarship program, um, which gives residents a tax credit if they give scholarship donations to private schools. Illinois became the first state to approve a ban on book bans. It says libraries would lose state funding if they remove materials because of, quote, partisan or doctrinal disapproval. Book bans have been on the rise in other parts of the country in the latest culture war. How did that debate play out in Springfield? Yeah, it was certainly one of our um, spirited debates from session. Um, We had Republicans saying that these decisions should be left up to local library boards and that for the state to do this is an overreach. Um, They think that if books are inappropriate, then um, individual library boards should get to make the decision on whether or not to carry those books. Um, And then on the other side, we had Democrats saying that people should have access to all books and that it should be up to the individual person on what they read and don't read. And then we also had a further debate about school libraries um, with Republicans saying that there should be an exception for school libraries and Democrats still disagreeing and say that it should be up to the parents on what books their kids do and do not read. Were there any consequential votes that won anything close to bipartisan support? Yeah, there were a couple votes that got um, bipartisan support. Um, One big one is the end on the ban to nuclear construction. Um, That bill actually had a Republican sponsor in the Senate and a Democratic sponsor in the House. Um, So it ultimately split the Democratic Party with moderate Democrats siding with the Republicans and saying that these new plants should be built and more progressive Democrats questioning if nuclear energy really is green and questioning issues with waste disposal. Um, But a lot of the votes, such as gender-neutral bathrooms, ending deceptive practices at crisis pregnancy centers and full-day kindergarten were passed on partisan lines. That was State House reporter Cameron Cutinello speaking with WGLT's Eric Stock. Before we let you go, Bloomington's Public Safety and Community Relations Board meets today starting at 3.30 at Miller Park Pavilion. You'll hear several updates from the police department on recruitment and other issues. That's it for today. I'm Ryan Denham. The show is produced by Colin Winkleman. You can subscribe to the Leadoff Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or the NPR app.